<laughs> Alright, take three. This is this is the third time I've hit that button, so we're, we're going with it. Hi, no everybody. what comes out of our faces. That doesn't sound good. Hey. Thai food is what's going to come out of our faces. No, it, no. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Sam. And Laura. And it is another week of Sam and Laura Make a Podcast. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Okay, in our defense, it's been snowing every single weekend. Not that that's a great excuse to not come over to Sam's place, but it has been a lot of snow to the point that I think I can build an igloo around my house. Like, legit, an igloo. I think I can. I don't know where the rest of the snow that's supposed to come again on Friday is going to go. Um, yeah, Sam has a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, Essentially, when I changed out and replaced the retaining wall, that's all full of snow. Like, it looks like one big block now instead of a tiered retaining wall. Um, and the poor bushes, it's a good thing they're coming out in the spring because they're not happy with me. They got their life rocked. They, they did. Uh, it definitely was more snow than anticipated. Um, so that was a fun, fun Sunday. <laughs> They told us to expect nine inches, and by God, <laughs> we were expecting nine inches. <laughs> Take that as you will. A grain of salt. Okay, Laura, how's your week been, or, or your couple of weeks since we last talked? Good. It's been good. Um, I got the greenhouse going, Ooh. and I got a bunch of stuff planted. Um, also, we found out at work that they finally hired a new company to build the greenhouse that I'm actually working in. The one that was supposed to be done by now? Yep. So they finally hired somebody new, so hopefully it's done in two weeks. Oh boy. I, I, that's a pretty short turnaround. Yeah. You told me there was a lot left to do. There is a considerable amount. But if they just get the sides put up on it, they have electricity running to it now, so all they have to do is get the sides on, get the roof on, put the heater in, and then they can work in the warmth. Well, I guess that that's always a goal is to not be out in the frozen tundra that is the state of Nebraska. Well, that's true. They squandered their good days. So (laughs) I guess I shouldn't say they did. These are new guys. So I feel bad for them. The old people? Nah, I feel bad for them. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be all right. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's not the coldest that they've worked in because it's not been a, not been a fun winter so far. It's been great. Anything else going on? Um, nada? Not that I can think of. I'm sure I'll think of something later. Yeah. But how about you? How's your past couple weeks been going? Um, we finished up the audit at work. It Ooh. was it was rough. Um, <laughs> it was a challenging couple of weeks, very much so. Uh, kind of in that slump after a big project of I don't want to do anything, which doesn't really work out because there's still plenty to do. Um, just hard being motivated. The weather does not help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least you got your new person working there who's really whipping people into shape. <laughs> That's what you get when you hire a former Marine. <laughs> it is highly entertaining. I really want to watch some of this go down. I'm not going to lie. I really do. <laughs> I think it'd be really funny. Oh, man. All right. Any progress on your lists? Um, yes. Yeah, so with the greenhouse, my greenhouse, I should say, my greenhouse, my own personal greenhouse, getting up and going I put together my Facebook page for it and sent out a bunch of like like request things and I put a little blurb on there about putting a PDF out so people can see what I'm growing this year so there'll be a little catalog 
and hopefully I'll be able to reach my goal that I have set. You're so fancy. I know, right? I'm really happy with how that little catalog is turning out. Yeah. I just got to get the rest of my seeds in that way I can you get everything planted. Spell it with a U and a an G and an E. Catalog. Like a like a British version. Catalog. <laughs> then we can use color. Uh huh. Color. <laughs> oh, <man>. Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary vowels. <laughs> um. The language i know i talked about wanting to learn a, le- a different language so mm-hmm. my spanish lessons 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 that i've been doing on um are you doing duolingo yeah duolingo they've been fun. going really well the only thing that i don't like is if you miss one day they shame you in the most intense way and i'm like <laughs> sorry guys i fall asleep now and again <laughs> so other than that that's been going pretty good. I can buzz through it really quick. I think it's going to be more so just using it in general and not feeling foolish while I'm doing it because I feel kind of silly. You just need to jump in with both feet, to be fair. And that's the case of any new language. Say all three phrases that I know. Hey. Hola, como estas? Maybe I need to. <laughs> My pants are on fire. Mis pantalones son en fuego. <laughs> there I you go. One of my favorite lines. <laughs> from a show is from Psych and they talk about a liar liar pants on fire and the and Sean goes Señor Pantalones en Fuego and ever since then it's just been on in my head like Señor Pantalones en Fuego <laughs> I don't know and I know it's not proper but still it's hilarious to me that is pretty funny um uh, I guess one of the other things would be the hair color thing for the whole like kind of reinventing yourself part of the of the uh, list so it's just about faded out, but I spoke with April, and she has a few different color options for permanent ones. So I think now that I'm going permanent, I think I'm going permanent. That's exciting. I think I'm gonna do it. Um, I found a couple different. One is like a what was it? Like a burnt lavender. So it's kind of I think it'd be similar to this, only with a little bit more purple. So right now my hair is kind of like a dirty blonde lavender kind of color I think. I don't know a good way to describe it. What'd you say? It's kind of ready. It didn't too. Yeah it didn't um because she didn't lift your hair Mm -hmm. so it kind of went in differently at different spots which is fine. Yeah I kind of like it because of that which was the only reason I would consider doing more of the semi-permanent because I kind of liked that but I also would like it to last longer. There's a couple, like, conditioners that you can use that would redeposit. Well, so I got one. I got... I went to Ulta the other day, and they didn't have the one that... Not sponsored. They didn't have the one (laughs) that April recommended, so they... Dude, if we could get Ulta. That'd be cool. Oh, my God. I'd have to wear more makeup, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not a makeup wearer. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. I meant to say sorry, not sorry. Because we're not supposed to apologize, and I'm bad at that. Um... (laughs) I've gotten better, but I'm so bad at it. Anyway, I got uh, Redken, I believe it was. And it's one of the lavender color depositing ones, but I don't think it works that... I mean, I shouldn't say that. I think it works really well, but I think it's more geared toward really blonde hair and not, like, hair that you actually want to keep purple. And I think the one that April recommended was actually for purple hair, so it was a darker colored purple. So I think I'm just gonna need to order that one online. Yeah. When I, especially when I actually you should try do. overtone. That's one of them that she recommended. She said it was either that one or it started with a V. She recommended the one with the V. Um, because she said it would conditioned a little bit better, I think. 
Oh, that's the one thing about that Redken. It conditions conditions really nice. Okay. My hair always feels super good after it. Easy, Alexa. Nobody, nobody asked you, Alexa. Oh my God, Alexa's gonna kill over. us. At least she's not cackling in the background. True. I would crap myself and never come back to your house. Now I have to set something up. So when it hears a certain phrase, it does something weird. Careful, I can do mean things back. This is true. <laughs> Plays rock music at, or like heavy metal at like three o'clock in the morning. That's all right. I'm usually awake at that time anyway. Because, you know, why sleep? Uh, oh, sleep sheep. How about you? Lists for you. Do you want to see the list thing? No, I think I remember. Um, we made it, right? Uh, so, therapy's going well. It's tough work, and we're going to dip our toes into a little bit of something today mm-hmm. as kind of the meat of this podcast, because why not? <laughs> Literally called the meat on our On our list of, of, of what we're going to do today. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy yoga, so I finished up... I started yoga a while ago, and I had gone to a, a place here in town... And that studio just didn't really work for me, so I I hadn't stopped. Um, Wasn't that the hot yoga one? It didn't. So, yeah, it was supposed to be a beginner session of hot yoga, and I'd gone to the studio a couple of other times just to try it out. Um, But it was definitely not beginner's yoga, and very much uh, kind of a... If you've ever gone to a yoga studio and it was competitive, that's what this one felt like, which is not what I was looking for. Um, definitely something that if, if that's your jam, go for it. That was a good studio to go to that. Um, but there's a really little studio within walking distance of the house that I've been going to. And the teacher there is super chill. Um, and I went to a, an hour and a half long class on Friday. It's a yin class, so you hold poses for three minutes. So you get into a pose. Three minutes? Three minutes. Oh, my body. <laughs> uh, so you have to hold the stretch for three minutes, and, like, there's definitely a moment when you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. But uh-huh. it feels good. It, like, it's that good kind of hurt. Yeah. Like, that's what? the only... You're supposed to push yourself to, like, 80%. Uh-huh. Um, and it's me and a bunch of retirees, and it makes me happy. What time does that one start? It starts at 5. It goes from 5 Damn. to 6.20. But you, you, pay. you could come, because I have a punch card. Oh, did you yeah. just buy a punch card for... I just bought a punch card. How much is a punch card? It's like 150 For how many punches? 10 glasses. Oh, that's not bad. No, because oh. it's, it's $18 if you just drop in. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. So it's a little bit cheaper if you buy a punch card. Okay. But I've really been enjoying it, and uh, like it's just time, I don't know, away from everything else. Very much so. Her studio is a no phone zone, ah. so you can't have it with you at all. So it gets left in the car. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's weird how you get super super attached, attached yeah. and you feel awkward without it beside you. But uh-huh. even if it's just an hour, it's great. Um, other stuff on my list. As I, look I still at my haven't phone made a budget. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I don't want to do it, <laughs> and I know I need to do it. It's one of those big adult moves that I just have not been able to get behind yet. I'm kind of of the opinion of I am saving X percent every month into a 401k. I'm saving X percent into a savings account. So, I, yeah, I should do a budget, though. 
I just so it's so hard to be like to I don't know. I don't know either. Tough. I really I think we should need to do that as well. It just sucks to do it. But our website's live. Yeah. Miss Laura finished up the website. Oh, I thought of something else that we can talk about for my catch up really quick. Go for it. So the other day, <laughs> I think I called you about this. We found out that the sewer line out of our house Ooh. to the main sewer of the city is starting to crack and it's getting all dislodged. They quoted us a price of $15,000 to fix it. Woof. That's right, you heard me. $15,000. Cool, buddy. <sighs> I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Literally. The guy, I called them back, and he told me, and I couldn't come up with words to fully, and I still can't come up with words, because it's just such a blindsiding number, and I get that there's going to be a lot involved for it, but $15,000 worth of it? Well, they have to excavate, don't they? He said they dig two 5x5 holes. And then they run a piece of solid PVC through, and they just pipe burst through where it's getting all busted up. That so, seems weird that they... That seems... Huh. Mm-hmm. So it's less invasive compared to, like, digging a trench and re yeah, and laying all that. That's, that still seems... And have you gotten anybody else to give you quotes yet? Not yet. We kind of live like a couple of ostriches with their head in the ground the past couple of days. Or I mean, it. it's got two foot of snow on top of it, so. Yeah, t- two foot. <laughs> it's like five by this point in time. But we do need to call other people. Yeah, and just get a ballpark if they're even in the right realm. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that's an obscene amount of money. That's, that's like a quarter to a fifth of my house. I know. Which is just boggling to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> well, keep us in tune on that one. That yeah. was scary. So we're going to just see what happens for right now. And I know that we shouldn't just avoid it. We're not going to just avoid it. But right now I think the goal will be get somebody else to look at it, see what they say, and then... If it is something that we have to do right or right away, then I guess we will. But if we can kind of work around it, pay some stuff off, and just have somebody scope it and clean it every so often, I think that's the life we're gonna live. Because yeah. three to six hundred dollars to get that done versus fifteen thousand dollars. Well, I mean, the only reason I bought a new furnace because it was January. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an option and it was about to be negative degrees and mm-hmm. I yeah it was definitely an unexpected expense but it is what it is the house is warm it's all that matters <laughs> yay adulthood <sighs> who tricked us into this bullshit buy a house they said it'll be cheaper they said liars eh, it's not necessarily liars it's just that equity you can't liars. see okay you can say it's liars <laughs> that's fine I like my house. I would definitely live in a house over an apartment. I definitely wouldn't rent anything. No, I mean, that's... I I know that it's expensive to own a house and own all the things that you need to take care of a house. Mm-hmm. But at least it's... I mean, technically we're paying a bank to live here, but... The, the bank is just really nice and they let me stay in the house that they own. <laughs> it's really cool of them. I send them a, a check every month and they just let me live there. 
It's a great system. My landlords are super cool. As long as I pay them on time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, we're going to take it another direction, because I just remembered we were going to... I was going to talk about something else. Do you ever have insomnia? Yes. Yeah? But I don't think it's as bad as you have insomnia. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not very peppy to get today, guys, and I am... Um, I might slur my words a little bit. It's not because we had wine with the Thai food. She's going to sound like me. I always slur. <laughs> slur. I, uh, I go through bouts of not being able to sleep, like, at all. You should have seen her in college. <laughs> oh, my God. This is true. And it's, uh, it's just one of those things that I can't seem to shake. And, uh, it sucks. So, any of you out there that are in the boat with me. I, I feel for you, man. Um, there is a podcast that kind of helps. Sleep With Me? Yeah. Oh, I sleep love it! Sleep With Me it. podcast. Uh, and Here's looking at you, Sleep With Me. It's great. Yeah. If anybody... It, even just to, like, keep you company, right? If you can't sleep at all, mm-hmm. if you tell stories, and it, sometimes it's just nice to not be in a quiet room when you cannot sleep, and it's just your mind won't shut down. His voice is super calming, Super calming, too. Yep. And it's actual topics that... I think it's his voice that mainly puts a person in I think it is, too. I think it's the tone of voice that he's chosen to use. Uh-huh. Very, very smooth, dulcet tones. Oh, jeez. Uh, the other thing that I sometimes do is I have history books. What? <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't help. That wouldn't help at all. That's the wrong <laughs> way. That's an upper. Fair point. <laughs> Uh, there have some history books on Audible, and um, they also have very soothing British author or, or narrators, rather, and they help too. And I'm slowly soaking up stuff about Homo sapiens, so you know, and uh, what medieval times were like. Speaking of Audible, you found some good books. Oh apparently. my gosh! See, I... I found a segue. I found a segue. Yeah, so I've been Hashtag listening to... Wait for yeah, it. I gotta get this guy's name. What kind of... What's it about? Um, so Genre. one series... It's the same author, writes both of these series. And I didn't realize that when I first started listening to them, so that was just a happy little coincidence. Um, but the first series is the Naturalist series, and it's about a guy who is... What's the best way to describe him? He uses computers and analytics to solve crimes. He didn't start out this way, it's just something happened to one of his students in the first book and he started using um, computer programs to figure out different data points to solve what happened to her and like that it was actually multiple murders. So he used Mm -hmm. all those data points to bring everything together. So that is the recurring theme in all of the books. There's three of them right now. So that's super awesome. I highly recommend the Naturalist series. Um, the other one that is also by the author, which I still haven't said his name now that I think about it, is a series called the Jessica Blackwood series. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might have just accidentally played that. I didn't play it. There we go. Um, Andrew Main is the author's name. The Jessica Blackwood novels are also super good. So she was trained by her family who was, who were, um, or rather are, 
um, illusionist magicians. That's cool. So she, yeah, you would love these books. I guarantee it. So she ends up becoming a FBI agent, mm-hmm. and she uses this background, this knowledge to help solve these really crazy crimes that are going on. And there's three of those books as well. So you guys really need to check out the Jessica Blackwood novels and the Naturalist novels. Very different, but by the same author, so that's that's really cool. I've been, when I'm not using Audible to listen to books that make me fall asleep, <laughs> Audible, I use you all the time, not sponsored. Um, I love you, Audible. I've dipped, my, I've dipped my toe into a lot of true crimes. Um, the first one was by Michelle McNamara, so mm. Patton Oswalt's wife oh. that passed away. Oh. Yeah. But she, she wrote about the Golden State Killer, and she's oh. one of the first ones that used that name for him. Uh-huh. And so, like, I've fallen down that rabbit hole, which is kind of a scary rabbit hole to fall down. dangerous rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, it's also why I watch um, murder mysteries and uh, all the true crimes. (laughs) I don't know why it's fascinating. It's scary, because I'm definitely the demographic that usually dies. So, (laughs) just don't go running at dusk or dawn. Good. Great. (laughs) Safe. That's why you shouldn't run. (laughs) It's dangerous out there. Anyway, but that's very the message I'm taking home. <laughs> that's a fine message to take home. Just don't run there. Or in general. <laughs> I ran for cupcakes. We get so off track. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, there's some stuff that we've been listening to. An impromptu segment, apparently. Mm-hmm. We just kind of fell into it. Yeah. Are we to the meat? We are to the meat, so the meat of the thing is something that we've brought up a couple of times and thought about talking about a couple of times, and I think this is going to be Sam leading it a little bit more, because I'm not particular, I don't know, I have a lot to say, but I get really wound up when I start talking about it. This is true. I, I yeah, this might be a little early in the podcast, and we, uh... I guess the whole goal with this, like the lists is definitely a way to give us structure as we work through the year, but I guess the goal is just to have a place where Laura and I can talk, and if any of you are listening, right, um, one of the biggest ways to feel so alone is if you're the only one that doesn't, if, if you feel like you're the only one that thinks in a certain way, right? And that's, I guess, you don't have to think like us, but know that your thoughts are valuable and how you want to do stuff is uh there's a there's an oh there's a note <laughs> i forgot it was one that we could have talked about the list because oh, we were yeah. trying to get that sorry guys no it's sorry. okay we just had a note go up it's fine i just write things on napkins to so i can ask <laughs> sam about it so she doesn't have to stop talking which in this case i can't okay. stop talking sorry sam <laughs> uh train of thought back on the tracks we wanted a place to be able to talk about our lives and just be a voice of, I don't know, 20-somethings trying to find their way in the world, right? Um, neither one of us have kiddos. Neither one of us are married, which is very untraditional in most Midwestern small towns. And mm-hmm. if you ask our families, whole oh boy, is it? Um, so just, I don't know. Just come hang out with us, essentially. We're going to talk about the lists the rest of the year, but Mm -hmm. this might morph into something else. We might have some guests. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Sorry, caveats. All over the place. We're scattered. I'm sorry. 
It is we, what it we're is. doing better than the previous episodes. We've actually stayed fairly focused. We are about 20 minutes in, so we're doing pretty good right now. We are doing pretty good. Okay. So, we're going to get deep a little bit here. And part of it is kind of a revelation I had as I was working through some things. And um, my lovely therapist pushed the issue a little bit. Um, <laughs> more than a little bit. And one of the things that we've talked about and that I've spent a lot of time in the last few months thinking about is how to be your authentic self. So the person um, that you want to be when no one is watching and how you react to things and the circumstances uh, that you find yourself in. And um, part of the reason why I have decided to, to do this, um, to, to go to therapy and to have these very frank conversations, is that mental health, specifically in the Midwest, is something that still has a huge stigma attached to it. And I have no diagnosis. I, I'm just going to therapy. I need someone to talk to. I need a professional to talk to that I can bounce ideas off of and that I can um, kind of challenge my way of thinking. So take all of this with a grain of salt of, of I'm trying to challenge the way I'm thinking and to make sure that I am becoming the person that I want to become, that I'm developing the habits and the relationships in my life that are most valued, valuable to me. So um, we're going to talk about family. Family is a tough topic for both Laura and I for different reasons. Some, some of the same reasons, but different reasons. Um, and one of the big things that I, I've realized in the last, I don't know, <laughs> four or five years, probably. My, my journey's not been, four or five years. My journey's not been a smooth one. My, my father passed away and there were definitely things to work through that um, have been painful. And so anybody out there that's working through those things, uh, I see you. Um, I understand not necessarily the, the exact place that you're in, but I understand the journey that you're on. So stay on the path. Um, it's a long and windy one, and there's not really an end. In fact, there is no end, but it is a worthwhile place to go. But with that came a lot of unresolved stuff, right? So that suitcase that as Midwesterners we pack full of the ugly feelings we don't want to talk about, the things that make us uncomfortable that we pack away in a box and shove under the bed. And we all of a sudden... Tough. We do not talk about these things. We don't talk about these things. And then all of a sudden there's too many boxes under the bed and the bed, it looks like, um, it looks like an explosion under there. And all of a sudden, all those boxes that you thought were neat and tidy and tucked away into the corners, uh, they have things growing in them, and the things want out. <laughs> so if this uh, gives you kind of a, an idea of what my mental state is at some times, there's a lot of boxes. <laughs> uh, most of them haphazardly opened at this point because I don't believe in leaving boxes unopened, which is also not in my family's way. <laughs> <laughs> Avoidance? Oh, baby. <laughs> you see those feelings? We're running away from them now. <laughs> what feelings? I see no feelings. There are yeah. no feelings here. Is this a difficult conversation? Hmm. 
Let's go ahead and not. <laughs> okay. Good. Yep. I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. So, as we grow up, um, we fit into a niche, right? We fit into a particular way of how our family thinks about us and how we think about ourselves and how our friends think about us. And I've gotten the chance to move across the country multiple times and essentially start over. No friends, no family there, just me by myself trying to figure my shit out. And it leaves the question of who are you when there's no one there that knows who you are. And I guess one of the big things is that I, I've kind of found out who that person is. I mean, it's it's a developing person. Laura, I feel like I'm rambling. I need you to step in here. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> Although I was did have a question for What's you. What's your question? I feel like you're back in Canada, eh? Oh, geez. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Sam came from the frozen tundra. Not Canada, but basically. And it's... <laughs> kind of funny this morning I thought of her as I was driving to work and I was like huh this must feel like home (laughs) it's only home for about three years still still anyway sorry guys (laughs) the person that um I think I found myself becoming as I as I work through those things of of being by myself and redeveloping a support system that's really important to me and that person is is the real me that person is also someone that's very hard to be when I'm around my family. That's, yeah. Because I don't fit in the niche that they have in their mind for me anymore. I can definitely agree with that. I I also don't think I fit in that niche for a long time. I think even when I was little, I didn't fit in the niche that I know. my mom would have preferred me to have been in. So... It's not that I don't want to interject in this. It's just I don't have, as I've heard it called before, the toolbox of things to deal with some of the emotions and experiences that I've had. I do, I can understand and agree with what you said about them, the things growing in the boxes and then exploding. I can understand that completely because it seems like within this last two years or so, with all the movements that have been going on, it's... Yeah. Really, not that those experiences hadn't come out before, but it seems like they're more prevalent in my life, and I think more about it now because all of these things are so much more out in the open. And when I was younger, it was not. Yeah. And it was feelings and experiences that were not talked about and were pushed into a box, not particularly on my own part. So, um, I think going back to the family aspect of it, that's what makes it hard for me to go back and even think about being in that niche that I used to be in, or rather skirted, because let's be honest, I was never... Yeah, I don't think we actually were (laughs) actually in the niche, but we could play the part well. Yeah, we just kind of walked around that fine line. And it's something, um... That I find myself, when you look, when I, when not when you, when I look back at those instances when maybe I was not living values as I wanted to, and I was not living in a way that 
kind of matches who I feel like I am now, it almost always has to do with family. Mm-hmm. And family or like old close friends. Yeah. And I think part of it is because we all we know which buttons to push to get a response. Usually a negative response, but it is a response. And we know exactly where to hit to hurt the most. And it's unfortunate that those closest to us are the ones that we can hurt the most with our actions and with our words. Um, And usually with an unintended consequence. Like that knee-jerk reaction, Mm -hmm. I don't find myself doing at work. I don't find doing that with any acquaintances, but it is most often prevalent as I look back at, at how I react to family situations and, you, and situations with close friends. You feel like you're on guard all the time when you're around your family, like you're ready, yeah. I guess knee jerk, yeah, you're just, you're on ready edge. for that, whatever that confrontation is. Right. That's and, definitely how I am around my mom all the time. I'm, I'm constantly ready for whatever confrontation or conflict happens to arise with my dad I'm less so because I think he's to the point now he doesn't he kind of knows where I stand I think I'm fairly certain my brother at I just don't give a shit I don't think he it's whatever I don't think he's ever gonna change his mind on anything so he's like mom I don't think they're ever gonna change their minds so it's kind of like with mom, I'm ready for the confrontation because I'll be damned if I'm not going to fight her on it yeah. if she brings it up. John, whatever. He can do whatever he wants to do. If dad would bring something up, I would say something about it. Yeah. Um, but I would also prefer to say it when I have all the knowledge to back up what I'm going to say because I think that would sway his opinion. I know we've talked about that before. Yeah. I think with your family, your brother in particular, I don't think it would... I think he's like my mom. There's nothing that would ever sway the opinion. Well, that's because in some aspects, that opinion is fact. But it's it's really... And I want to emphasize this for anybody who's listening. The the power that you give any individual in your life is, is up to you. And it's very, very difficult to take a step back and to realize that if, if the person that you want to be is not the person that you can be around someone, then it might be time to take a step back and adjust your energy and, and make sure that you're not lighting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Because it's, it's something that oftentimes we do, specifically as women, is we have to make sure everyone's comfortable. We have to make sure that everyone is playing nice in the sandbox. And it's not, it's not our role in, in, in all aspects. But I mean, think about it. Think about the typical Midwest family. The mom's the one, the mom and the daughters are the ones making sure that everyone is fed. God knows I inherited that gene of cooks too much, <laughs> which is fine. It's not a terrible gene to have, but it's also, it's also relegating us into situations that aren't necessarily real. And I, I realized this um, a couple of times. So I am 
a caretaker by nature, and unfortunately in some aspects that gets abused. So for, for most holidays, um, I'm the one that does almost all the cooking. Uh, my sister helps, my mom helps, but it's definitely not a situation where my brothers ever step up to the plate and help um, prepare the, the meal. And it's an effort. It is a big effort to um, create that, that time and try to create that moment. So I guess kind of to, to sum it all up is, and, and I'm in the middle of it, so believe me, if I had answers, this would be a lot easier and uh, a lot less expensive because therapy ain't cheap, y'all. Um, <laughs> as Laura smirks at me. Um, just really, really think about the person that you want to be and think about how you would like to react in situations. And the work to try to figure out how to de-escalate in your mind when you're confronted by those those triggers. And my triggers almost always come from family. It is what it is. Um, I'm working on it to try to make sure that the power that I'm giving is, is freely given and not taken from me. Um, but yeah. How do you want to wrap that, that very heavy segment up that I feel like I talked in circles? Um, I think just everybody just keep in mind that just because they're your family by blood doesn't mean that they will be your only family. Because think of all your closest friends. Like, you're my family. Yep. I mean, I would definitely say you're more my family than some of my actual family. And somebody says to me once that, you know, well, friends go away, but family is always there. It's like, yeah, but if fam family might always be there, but do you always want them to be there? Yeah, what kind of abuse do you have to go through? And, and mm -hmm. abuse might be a strong word, but how many hoops do you have to jump through so they are there? Yeah, is it is it actually worth it? I mean, I would rather have a strong friendship that is like family that you don't have to have anything. Like, there's no strings attached. You, you don't are have to friends put a mask and you are family because you choose to be. Yeah. I am family with my family because my mother popped me out of her body. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at with that. It might not be the best. I think way it to sums it up it, just fine. Man, I feel like I talked in circles. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so in closing, I know we still have a little bit of time, but we're going to, I'm going to ask Sam this question, actually, because I put it on my little napkin note card. Napkin note card. Trademark. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tia. Um, tattoo lady. Did you hear back from her? So she booked up until July. Shoot. Yeah. What did she recommend? Um, I'm probably just going to wait and see and go in and see her in July. Yeah. Yeah, because I really like her stuff. She does really cool floral pieces. Mm -hmm. And I really like the idea I have for my shoulder piece. And it's kind of... It, it's got to be big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely that, that dive into the deep end of, ain't coming back from this. <laughs> oh, Sammy, why did you do that to your body? Because, Grandma, I wanted to. Because it's my <laughs> body and I wanted to. And, and I don't I mind want it needles. now. I don't mind needles at all, actually. I am terrified of the needle aspect, but I do want tattoos. 
Well, I mean, there's there's two ways to do that. One, it's permanent, or two, it's one of those stick-on ones. Yeah, it doesn't seem efficient. I mean, you know, I finally got to the point where I dyed my hair, so I think now I can go ahead and You jump. rebel you. I know, watch out, you rebel rouser you. <laughs> are you going to make your eyebrows purple? No. But it's still funny. No, not going to do that. Short Sam story, likes- short story. Okay, you tell it. Uh, Laura has very fair eyebrows. She is very, very fair blonde. Albino is the term she's looking for. She's not albino. On the edge of it. Um, and one day we decided to define her brows, and she hated it. She defined them with it was, what it was a must have been black. It was a blonde eyebrow pencil. The hell it was. It was like two angry caterpillars getting ready to fight each other on my face. They were like attacking. They were otherwise known as eyebrows. Angry. Angry, angry, angry. She did not know what emotions looked like. Uh, <laughs> I would prefer to not have emotions. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about those boxes? Oh, yeah. Shoving those emotions into that box. <laughs> they don't stay put, man. They don't stay put. So anyhow, when I decided <laughs> to get my hair permanently dyed for, you know, the amount of time for that it takes to grow out, my eyebrows will be blonde. That's fine. Okay, so what do you got coming up in the next week? Um, not a lot. Uh, there's this thing at Backcountry, the sports good, the outdoor store here in town. Mm-hmm. That they're doing on Thursday night where you can put your name in for a raffle. But I need to buy shoes anyhow, and she said that for the $10... Every $10 that you spend, you put your name in again for the raffle. So I do need to get shoes anyhow, so I was going to do some researching on the shoes that I was thinking about buying. I don't know if I'm completely heart set on the shoes that they were carrying. Because, you know, I'll be honest, I shop for color. I shop for comfort and support as well, but if they're an ugly, boring-ass color... No, thank you, ma'am. I'm sorry, friend. I didn't like how blocky they looked either. They looked like they would feel kind of heavy and blocky, and I don't like that. Yeah. So I'm a little particular about that. Other than that, I think that's, that's like, the only thing that I really have going on. How about you? I have been trying to get to the studio to do some work with my pottery for weeks, and they <gasps> keep being closed down on the weekends because it keeps snowing. So, fingers crossed, I, can get, go in with you. I can get to the studio this weekend and do some work. Um, my sister got me a whole bunch of removable bats for the throwing wheel. I'm excited to go try those. Uh, and I have a couple projects that I'm itching to do. I also need to, in general, finish some projects. I'm a starter, not a finisher sometimes. (laughs) It's fine. Not a closer. Not everyone can be a closer. What's that place called? The The Union. Anyway. So that's one thing. It's it's a little hectic this week at work. I have a lot going on. Some customer visits. Fun times. Gotta love snow. Um, yeah. Any any last closing remarks? Um, hopefully we were a little bit more structured this time. Yeah. I think we we definitely tried to have a little bit of a system down before we started this, and I guess just let us know what you thought about it and I mean if there's something else that you want to learn about us then just ask away 
Yeah, if there's any questions that you'd like me to ramble on about for an hour. Sam knows a lot about a lot. Or if you have or plant not questions. Much about not much. One of the two. Yeah, you know. If you have plant questions, send them on over because I am your resident horticulturalist. She's my plant geek. It's true. I look at her plants every time I'm in her house. And then she scolds me for not watering them enough. But they look fine. They look fine. Yeah. That's the word I'd use. Easy. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. Stay warm out there. Um, stay safe. The bros are crazy today. And we will hopefully see if we can record another podcast here in about a week. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Stay warm.